don't attempt to understand the modern poem. Listen to it. This is Interesting People Reading Poetry. And it should be heard. A show where artists and luminaries read a favorite poem and share what it means to them. <laughs> I'm Brendan Sturmer. In other words, if it ain't a pleasure, it ain't a poem. In this episode, Nikima Levy-Pounds reads Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. Pounds is a decorated civil rights attorney, ordained minister, and former candidate for the mayor of Minneapolis. Maya Angelou was an American poet and memoirist. My name is Nikima Levy-Pounds. I am a civil rights attorney. I'm also a candidate for mayor of Minneapolis, and I'm a social justice advocate. The poem that I'm choosing to read is called Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still, I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise? that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Within this poem, there is a focus on ancestors being there as a source of support. So when I think about my ancestors as an African-American woman, I think about my ancestors who were born into slavery or who were brought here against their will and being forced to labor from before sunup to after sundown um, with no real recognition of their humanity and, and without being compensated for their labor. When I think about 
the difficulty that my ancestors faced, it, it makes me sad to some degree that people were forced into that type of a situation in which their humanity was being denied. But I also draw strength from the resilience of my ancestors who persevered against all odds. You know, I, I can't imagine having been born into slavery and having any real hope for the future, having any real hope that slavery would ever end. But I know that my ancestors believe that, that someday there would be freedom for other African-Americans. And so they persevered. Some of them, like, let's say, uh, Harriet Tubman. She was a Black woman who was born into slavery, and she could not read or write. She was assaulted by her master um, as a young woman. And in the midst of all of that, she not only freed herself from slavery, but she went back 19 times and helped to free 300 other slaves. That's remarkable. And so when I think about the obstacles that I face, they pale in comparison to what someone like Harriet Tubman went through. But the obstacles that she faced are also an example of the fact that barriers are going to exist. How do you respond to those barriers? You know, do you stay stuck in the way that things are or do you find a way around those obstacles to achieve your goals? I was born in Jackson, Mississippi, in in the Deep South, about eight years after Dr. King was assassinated. So I was born in 1976. And during that period of time, Black people in Mississippi were still very poor. There was still a great deal of discrimination that was happening there in that environment. Even in the midst of all of that, though, I felt a great sense of love and support from my community, which was primarily African-American community. When I was eight and a half years old, my family moved from Jackson, Mississippi to South Central Los Angeles. That was like moving from one world to the next because there was extreme poverty in my community. It was a a Black and Latino neighborhood that I moved into. I remember my first day in the neighborhood seeing graffiti on the walls, you know, seeing young people who were involved in gangs and just wondering what world I had stepped into. In the midst of all of the negativity, I found a great sense of community even in that environment. Um, But it also made me think critically as a child about the, the socioeconomic issues that my community was facing, the impacts of the criminal justice system. And so at nine years old, I made the decision that I wanted to become a lawyer. I had seen lawyers on television arguing and advocating on behalf of people. And I thought at that time, well, maybe if I become a lawyer, I can change some of the things that I'm seeing in my community that are harmful to the people who live there. And that set me on a path to become a civil rights attorney. And through that process, I have certainly learned the power of resilience because there were times along my journey that I wanted to give up especially when things did not come easily or I didn't know where the help was going to come from or I didn't know how to navigate certain aspects of my journey, you know, like making sure that I was able to get into a good college, go on to law school. You know, it can be very intimidating, you know, when you have when you're the first in your family to go to college and to graduate from college. And so through that, I had to learn how to persevere and how to ask for help when I needed it. And those are lessons that have 
continue to stay with me to this day as I follow along the path of hopefully becoming the next mayor of Minneapolis. So the poem ends with the message, I rise, I rise, I rise. To me, that reflects a spirit of determination. I believe that a lot of the problems, such as the racial disparities that we often talk about, the discrimination that we know still exists, are are solvable. We may not be able to get everyone on the same page, but I believe that a critical mass of people can get on the same page and really define the type of society that we should be living in in the 21st century. Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history, shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Still I Rise by Maya Angelou appears in the book And Still I Rise, published by Random House. Find a link to the book at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. Interesting People Reading Poetry is an independent podcast, co-created by me and my brother Andy Sturmer, who also composes our music. If you like the show, help us out by subscribing on Radio Public, iTunes, or Stitcher, and leaving a review. As always, we invite you to call the Haiku Hotline at 612-440-0643 with your short poems and poetic musings. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Haiku Hotline. Thanks so much for listening. Benjamin Chandler, Martin, Slovakia. Older than mountains, Ammonite waits to be seen. 
its shell pirateized.